PodcastOne.com presents Calling Out with Susan Pinsky, a place where Susan and co-host Gina Grad can introduce you to the world of psychics, clairvoyance, past lives, and paranormal activity. Now, here's your hosts, Susan Pinsky and Gina Grad. Welcome to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Annette Ermshar, being Susan Pinsky. And I am here with Susan's delightful co-host, Gina Grad. Oh, thank you, Annette. That was uh, that was actually pretty excellent. Thank you, you are here today as our extra special co-host, and we are so happy to have you. You won an amazing package at the Hillsides Gala recently. Be Susan Pinsky for a day. I did the very glamorous Susan Pinsky. If being we all... Susan Pinsky, my friend, be, being, and you, you are here to be, be <laughs> Miss Susan Pinsky, who we have on the mic. Yes. And oh, hello. Hello. That is a. Uh, Quite a prize uh, so far. Can I just rattle off all of the things that that includes? Yes, please. Obviously, you are sitting right here as uh, I am your trusty co-host today, and I am so honored to be. Also, um, there's going to be a stylist, Marnie Isaacs. Did I say that right? Isaacs. Uh, Hair and makeup at Bravo Salon with Renee and Monique, who are amazing. I had the good fortune of meeting them, and I I don't know how they do their hair, but if they do your hair like they do their hair, oh my God. Spray tan nails and lashes by Amber of Eye Dazzle, and one day with ever so famous and amazing publicist Valerie Allen from Valerie Allen PR gets us all our big guests and does great damage control and a custom <laughs> gown loaned God by bless her. she's the best a custom gown loaned by David Klein never wear the same dress twice after a red carpet hello and she gets to sit with Dr Drew at the show. Susan will be down the street at a local taco joint having a margarita alone. (laughs) (laughs) So you get them for the entire evening. Yeah, because MTV only gets two tickets. Um, So you're going to get Dr. Drew for the evening, which is quite a prize, I can only imagine. So we are so happy to have you here. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. It was just an honor to to win the the prize. And thank you to Susan Pinsky and Dr. Drew Prinsky for making that um, offer at the Hillsides Gala. The charity event was just wonderful. It was a real huge success. Susan was the gala chair and it was beautiful. And Hillsides is just a wonderful charity that um, serves at-risk children and families and really advocates for the children and provides services. And it's a wonderful charity and organization in Pasadena. Yeah, one thing I didn't realize about the charity beforehand was that it's not for um, uh, specifically orphaned children or uh, you know children without other f- children without families. It's for just in general at risk youth who who come from all kinds of backgrounds. Absolutely, and it's sometimes really hard to find services for children. There aren't there just aren't enough professionals and advocates and special ed teachers and doctors who provide services that children need. And so Hillsides exactly provide services for not only at-risk children and youth, but also their families. Because anytime there's a child and youth issue, it's also a family issue that goes along with it. And this isn't something that was born yesterday. This is is what, 100 years old? Yes. Literally, 100 years old. (laughs) You've done your research. Yeah. Well, and I was fortunate enough to tag along, as I often do with Susan, to the gala. So I I got to watch the amazing um, video that they did, and I learned so much. And what an amazing, amazing charity. Yes. So. I'm very excited, and I do. I get to spend the evening with Dr. Drew Pinsky, so thank you, Susan. I get to be Susan Pinsky. I'm sure you will do it very well. (laughs) So all this stuff is coming up, and you're going to be on his arm for an event, and you're going to get the hair, and you're going to get the lashes, and you're going to get the whole vibe. to, you know, Lil Wayne, like I did one year. Oh, that'll be interesting. Get to see his grills. Absolutely. And and, and pick his brain about science. Uh, I'm a neuropsychologist. (laughs) Lil Wayne? Oh, I can't wait. Oh, please do that. No, but it'll be nice. I'm a neuropsychologist, and I actually was on medical staff with Dr. Drew Pinsky at a hospital some time ago. So he and I have worked together in the past. So it'll just be fun to talk science with him also. And get out of the lab and do something different. (laughs) You'll enjoy it. It's really fun. It's a fun day. Oh, that's going to be great. I'm I'm here today also. We are here, and I'm going to not be Susan Pinsky for very long. I'll be leaving the room, but I just want to introduce two people today that are in studio as well, and our special guest today is Lisa Williams, who's been on our show and done a phenomenal job reading some amazing characters, and um, 
spot on every time, very interesting. And she leaned over and said, you know, I want a reading last week. And I said, you know what? I can set that up for you. She goes, you know what might be interesting? <laughs> oh, you do. You do my I like that's so better. Well. That's better. So, so um, we brought none other than Rebecca Faring in today because I feel that they first of all should meet and secondly uh lisa will probably find out some really amazing things about herself that that. you know (laughs) that maybe she doesn't know i don't know so anyways that being said i'm gonna leave because i'm not gonna be susan pinsky today and that's taking over and i'll be in another room listening so good luck okay Okay, so we have Rebecca and Lisa, and uh, Lisa, Rebecca can just kind of go with the flow, no censoring. Oh, yeah. You know, I always have this saying, do you want to know everything? And yeah, hit me with it, baby, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and, what, and, and you're kind of like, it looks like you're preparing for a fight. You're taking off the jewelry. Oh, well, you know ready. me. I like to take off my jewelry when I read, but I'm not reading. It's just like, I just want to be an open channel. Is this the first time you've ever been read? No, I mean, I've been read many times, and I have readings. Um, but, you know, as, as, as a medium, you know full well that sometimes it's like, you just want to have a good reading. And you know what's interesting is because a client of mine said, I said, have you ever had a reading before? She said, yes, that lady, Rebecca, Rebecca. And it was you. Oh. Today. Uh, Today? Yeah, this morning. My my client. Yeah, it was so funny. Uh, Whenever you ladies are ready, we're ready. I hope she said something good. No, Uh, she did. All right. Well, the very first thing, it's funny because I was sitting next to you and I'm like, well, I don't know if I should sit next to her because I'm picking up on a lot of stuff about you, but Mm -hmm. I didn't know I was going to read you because Susan said it was a surprise. So um, I'm glad that I'm reading you because I was already getting a lot of stuff on you. (laughs) Now, the very first thing I wanted to talk about, I get names, and if the names don't mean something to you right now, just um, hold them and and I would say ponder, but keep them in your mind Mm -hmm. because you know how it goes. You'll probably know who it is later. But the name that's been shouting at me since I've been in this room is Ed. Ed, 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 or Edward. That's my my son's middle name. Oh, it must be. I'm probably yeah. getting your son's. I didn't get his first name, but I'm getting the middle name really strong. But is he named after anybody with the name Edward? No, he's not. So it's just his name. It's mm-hmm. probably your son. I'll try to get the first name if I can. Mm-hmm. Now, you've known him for centuries and centuries and centuries and centuries, this boy. He has some psychic ability like yours. Not exactly, but he has it. Yes, that's And he's right. very perceptive. As he gets older, it will get stronger and stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. He um, will live in two different places. I'm not sure. Uh, you're full-time in California yes, now? Yes, I am. Okay, because you're full-time in California, but he has his sights on going other places and possibly traveling. And do you know what I'm talking about? Um, he's he's sort of. I mean, it's, it's interesting because he travels a lot anyway, mm-hmm. um, but his father lives in the UK. That's what it so is. I, I, and he has, a, he has a UK passport as well. That makes sense because every time I see your son, I see him in California and the UK, mm-hmm. California and UK, going back and forth and traveling safely. That's what I feel. He travels travels on his own all, all the time yeah and he's not that old so he's you know he's mm-hmm. pretty young 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 and a young man um and, but he he seems to be okay with that he's not afraid of it at all and it's just so much about your boy you put a lot of energy in him you've put a lot of time and effort into him you've given up things for him now he and uh his he and his father seem to get along okay mm-hmm. you know but you and um his father have known each other in many lifetimes too but you were never going to stay together full time because you know what you came together enough to have your child you could have had another girl too i don't know if you yeah. have any you have yeah. another child because i don't know i any. don't have another child but yes yeah you know what i'm talking about okay yeah because there was one more child now she will probably come in as your granddaughter instead of your daughter this time okay and it would have been a little more difficult with the two to be separate from your husband or your ex-husband that's your ex-husband no actually he's just he was just a boyfriend boyfriend okay yeah yeah so so it's better that the son came from him mm-hmm. so it's a big deal with your son he's a big part of yes, your life he is yes. and um now, I see a two-story house around you, pretty garden. Um, I don't know. It's really, it really has a lot of light coming from it. So uh, do you live in a two-story right no, now? No, I don't. I think you might be. But I do actually have another house, mm-hmm. which is which is actually four stories. Does it have a pretty garden? Um, not at the moment. It's full of snow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it does have a pretty garden in the summer. Well, the previous owners had a pretty garden. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I want to make sure it's the same house because you have then have to, yeah you have two different properties. That house has some action around it. I'll tell you, there's some interesting people on the other side that like to attach itself. It's interesting. You've heard of Lilydale, obviously. Yeah, it's in Lilydale. Oh, wonder! <laughs> I'm course. going there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm 
let me just jump uh, in here uh, for the, for those of everybody else because <laughs> I know everything. No, what is Lilydale? Okay, Lilydale is like the medium medium mecca of the world. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, the Fox Sisters in 1848 started their work in Hydesville um, in New York, and this actually is about two hours away from Lilydale. And Lilydale has now become the center for mediumship in the world isn't right. there a documentary about yes like, welcome HBO. to Lily Dale. yes yeah. okay okay great mm-hmm. yeah, and I have one of the houses which is the first three houses the f- and it was actually the first house that was bu- um, built in Lilydale. it was the old bookstore and uh, they're called the three sisters yeah, oh yeah. no wonder because I, re- I didn't go the house in California I didn't go there mm-hmm. but I immediately went to that one that has more than one story and mm-hmm. I'm like woohoo there are people here Ooh, yeah. yeah and I was like getting the chills and they're all waving they're waiting for you to come back in the summer they are and there's going to be uh, this year should be really exciting in Lilydale more than other times and um, there's particularly a man from the other side that likes to tend to your house so he keeps telling about yeah, yeah <laughs> tending to the garden to the garden and oh actually he's he, he's actually living I, I tell you what he's not on the other side oh he's alive I actually do have a guy that uh-huh. constantly phones me Lisa now I know you're not here but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna plow the snow that's the guy oh. okay oh, he's okay. awesome yeah, I love yeah. him he, he likes to help all around oh, he's awesome yeah okay so i and sometimes i can't tell who's living and who's not but there's an enormous amount of activity there that is is awesome you know it's it, 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 as being a psychic gives me the chills a little bit mm-hmm. but anyway i believe that your garden is going to look beautiful this year now there's a gentleman around you because i i could be wrong about this because i don't know anything about your history at all you have options in love so i have no clue if you're married or not but not i married, don't think no. so because mm-hmm. i wouldn't be seeing what i'm seeing okay <laughs> Now, there's two men around you, or three men. There's one that's presently trying to court you, talk to you, be in your life. But there's some rules and boundaries that you want to, you know, I hate to say that, not rules per se, but things that you really want to set forth so you're going to be happy in this relationship. Do you know what I'm talking about? The gentleman that's trying to come forth now, he's really right in front of your face. Okay, I'm gay. Oh. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, God. I'm wrong about that, but is there a guy that's... I don't want to change that really, though. Is there Um, another guy that's coming towards you and doesn't know that about you? Oh, no, he knows it. Uh No, everyone knows it. Um, um, No, but there are three... Um, there are three interested parties. Okay. Let's put it that way. Okay. Because I thought it was, when one of them might have, like, sometimes I'm not sure about gay either, but somebody has very masculine energy. So it could be one okay, of the Okay, yeah, three. yeah, yeah. That I can relate to that it. That might make sense. I can relate to that. Yeah. yeah. And the other two, because there were several partners here, and then I'm seeing this one come, and I think I might have perceived her, I still perceive her as a man, because sometimes... You my know, ex was like that. Yeah, like I think that might be her. She's very strong and like a guy. And I was going to set you would you would have had set boundaries with her and and really if you wanted to be happy with her, it would have had to run differently. Well, you know, I actually think I, that's the person. I actually know exactly who you're talking yeah. about. And she is around, uh-huh. and she has got a very masculine energy. A very beautiful woman, uh-huh. um, but like yes, strong, very, very strong. Yeah, that's why I thought it was a man. Now I also thought she was a man because you've known her in another lifetime, and you. We're in a heterosexual relationship with, oh, okay. with her, and I know it's her because she will tend to try to step over her boundaries, and that's not going to be good. Maybe she hasn't done it yet, but you really have to. If you don't want to be interested in her romantically, you will have to try to push oh, now her. You've, now, now I've got another one in my head thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a. It, it's just like people trying to come in where they're 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 trying to step in where they shouldn't step in. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a little confusing when I see male female energy, yep. um, but I also see the name J or J the name initial J around you or could it be the name Jane it's very that's my best friend oh yeah that's separate from that's the my other best girl. buddy in the yeah, UK because when I look at you I'm, I'm, I'm saying um, to myself well then who's Jane mm-hmm. okay yeah. now she's a confident she's somebody who you can allow in that space that I, I feel oh, yeah. uncomfortable with some of these other people getting in there mm-hmm. because they will cause chaos around you because you and I do work that's very sensitive and you know the dark and the light you know when you're trying oh, yeah. to do a lot of good work the dark will come in so you can't have a lot of chaos energy around you does mm-hmm. that make sense absolutely and jane doesn't bring that to you no no at all 
No. Okay. No. Um, and there's a tall blonde girl. She's uh, quite attractive also. That's somebody else that might come in also. I don't think you know her yet. Oh, really? Because yeah. I do know a tall blonde, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it might be someone else. No, I don't think it's her. It's somebody oh, okay. else. Yeah. So you have, a lo- yes. <laughs> you have a lot of options here. You're asking in law. the right question. <laughs> hey, I just want to know. Uh-huh. And I do believe that you will end up in a committed relationship. You will live in a house together, very happy. It will no be no chaos. There will be no oh, problems gosh. that with the, this person at now, all. Is that with a man or a woman though this mm-hmm. is the thing because mm-hmm. I was married to a man uh-huh. and I've been gay for four and a half years now uh-huh. so good question mm-hmm. well let's just say keep your options open I wouldn't put love and gender if I would you sounds exactly like me yeah. <laughs> Keep your options. Like, you, got, you got a lot of opportunity there. You know, I don't know. It's a little confusing. With your good friend Jane, though, is the one that I put the number one on. She's a good friend. She's, oh, she's allowed awesome. in your space. Oh no, she won't. She mm-hmm. won't be anything like that. No, she's not oh. really nice, and she's a really good person. Mm-hmm. The other ones that I see around you, it's not that I don't like them. I'm just feeling like maybe they're not completely the right match for you at this moment. I completely agree. Yeah, and there will be a Karen that will come in also. Karen's my assistant. Oh yeah, see, I can see that Jane's over here, Karen's over here, mm-hmm. and she seems like a good girl. I mean, it gets a little hectic sometimes for her oh yeah yeah because she's like okay i can't do this i can't do this but you know she seems like you know for the most part she seems fine yeah now you've known jane and karen and two other lifetimes so these are not two new mm-hmm. people to you I at can all believe that. yeah and then there do you know somebody with the last and this was so clear around you gould the last name gould j-o-u-l-d Keep it in mind, it will be very important to you. I almost thought you said it, okay? Okay. And or you might have a client with the last name Gould that you'll really help a lot. Okay. But it's extremely, extremely important for you. Mm -hmm. So I would keep your options in love, no love on, you know, put check. Gender and love, and um, the most important people in your life are with you. Your son, you mm-hmm. know, your dog. <laughs> my two dogs, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. absolutely, uh-huh. my dogs. Uh-huh. And Lilyville, or is it Lilyville? It's Lilydale. Yeah, yeah. Lilydale. I can't even talk right now. But um, I feel very strongly that um, it's going to be extra special this year. Extra special. Oh, good. Yeah, and you have um, a Jewish... A Jewish man that's going to like you a lot. This is a man. There is not a female. Okay. He's of um, Jewish faith. He really is interested in what you do. He wants to know more about you, and then okay. he has. He starts to feel like a crush on you, like a. Ooh. Yeah. So I'm not sure to tell you the truth if it's male or female. I've. You see, there's one guy that does. He's the only guy that's turned my head mm-hmm. in years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, years. Mm-hmm. And he's turned my head, and I'm like, oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To go nice there. Jewish boy? No, 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 he's not. But to go there mm-hmm. would kind of freak me out a little bit, I think. <laughs> oh, don't be surprised, okay? <laughs> now, this then, is an ins- Oh, I'm sorry, please. Oh, there's like four books that you have not written yet. So you've got four different. Really? I've yeah. just finished three. Oh, oh my God. Have a, no, they're f- they told me four, and it's not the ones you have. Wow. So you have a lot of writing to do in the future. Ugh. And now you have a beautiful island that you'll be on, and I do believe that's in the Greek islands. And, and I'm Mediterranean down to the coast of Croatia. So have you wanted to go that? Direction? Well, that's interesting. I just rekindled uh, mm-hmm. an old friendship um, and he lives in uh, Cyprus. Oh, so it's kind of in that area. Yeah, right there. yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's invited me over and I went, mm-hmm. oh, you have to go. You have to go when you have time. Yeah, he said, when you've got time. When yeah. you've got time, Gorge, come and see yeah. me. Yeah, so it's going to be really fun. <laughs> yeah. And I, I suggest that you go because he's really, the offer is true and he really likes you. And it's a time where you don't have to be on stage. That's you know right. What I mean? Does that yeah. make sense to Absolutely. Me? He knew me before mm-hmm. I was, you know, had yeah. any fame or anything. Yeah, and then there's a woman who she calls herself Granny. So I, I do believe that's one of your grandmothers. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not real tall, a little shorter. She's definitely, um, I don't, are you Are you mixed? Are you? Do you have another nationality too besides... No, I'm full-blown English. Okay, then, do you know who Alice is? Or Alison? No. She's on the other side. She's part Scottish. No, I don't. Okay, keep it in mind, because I think you're going to know who she is. She's going to come to you as a probably a client also, mm-hmm. because people on the other side consider you their kind of... Um, you know, their bright light to their yep. loved ones. So keep the name Alice. She's British and Scottish. Okay. And she'll be important too. All right, so cool. what, do you have any questions for her? Gina, you I was going to say, uh, this is a strange question to ask you, but do you have any questions for the psychic, Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, I suppose I do. Because um, my schools, my work is extremely, mm-hmm. extremely important. Mm-hmm. And I'm setting up schools. I just mm-hmm. want to know if that's going to be successful, I oh, suppose. It'll be 100% successful. The problem is that you need to get people that are impeccable as you mm-hmm. so you need to have the right people running it and make sure that there's no jealousy and controversy because you you and I are kind of like you know 
sort of like celebrities in our own circles Mm -hmm. and people latch on to you that would just want you to themselves so i'm serious about this be very careful who you get to run your business who who's on top of like what you need to be on top of sometimes when Mm -hmm. you can't be and it's going to be really 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 important because you could have controversy if you don't do that right okay and you know who's here helping us is edgar casey he's really really does that you, make sense to you? You know, what's interesting is I was only talking about Ed- Edgar Casey mm-hmm. yesterday on my radio show, and I work a lot with Arthur Finley and Doris Stokes as well. Oh, yeah. So it's funny because he's showing up right here, and he tells me that he's interested in your schools, and he wants to help you so that you'll be very, very, very successful and help and teach people to tap into their own psychic ability, but mm-hmm. their own spiritual growth. That's what he says, spiritual growth. That's exactly growth. it. That's exactly yeah. it. And um, he's very excited for you to do this in many different countries and Mm -hmm. so you're going to have to like be very multicultural but i think you are anyway yeah and he was interested to know if you were going to open anything in um an asian country um well it's funny because my next school is going to be in uh, melbourne that's coming up later on in the year then on the east coast Mm -hmm. and then there's also a japanese interest that's it yeah, it's not and Thailand it's not, as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. It's not. It doesn't have to do with Australia, but mm-hmm. will be successful. Your when in, um, in in the states will be successful. It's the when in Asia that has a lot of interesting people that will want want to be involved. So wow. you'll have to be very clear on who you have. Yeah, I can that. believe that. Yeah, so it was Asian. It had nothing to do with okay, these I other can places. Believe that. And then I also hear have a man or a woman. I, the name is Frances. It's very. That's strong. my grandmother. Yeah. Okay. Good. Thank you, Frances. So she says, "I'm here. I'm here. My name is Frances." And um, she thinks you're amazing. I wonder if she had a little psychic ability too, right? She was actually, mm-hmm. she worked Dor- with Doris Stokes on the platform in the church. In the you know, UK. it's very bizarre. My grandmother's name is Frances and she was psychic. How funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that's that's, yeah, woo, I know. I love it. <laughs> but she's here and she says she's going to help you mm-hmm. with all of your ventures. She really is your silent partner, um, Frances. And Frances is a pretty good businesswoman or she's learned to be. So she's a key player mm-hmm. in you getting some of these, um, these established off the ground and um, she also talked about somebody uh, with the name let me see if I can get it I guess it's Alex uh, that could be involved also but make sure that you oh that's interesting you know who that is because she said that you might know who I'm talking about I do know Alex Mm -hmm. um, and he's in publicity yeah yeah so you need to have these you know putting your feelers out but the one thing you want to do is absolutely have the right people so there's no controversy bad press or people stealing money Mm. You know what's interesting? I've just had someone steal money yeah. from me. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I had yeah. a feeling about it. And you've got to be very, very careful yeah. because these are the things that, you know, you don't want as liabilities is thieves in your group. That's right. Yeah. And I would think that because um, what you both do, you're so empathetic mm-hmm. and you have to open yourself so much that there mm-hmm. is room for, you know, people to sort of sneak in and, mm-hmm. and do things that are a little bit, you know, yeah, just be yeah. careful. Because we're mm-hmm. actually very trusting people yeah. and this is the thing because you we, have to we, be. we try and see the goodness in everybody right. yeah. and that's what happens right well, and if you close yourself off you can't do your job no And um, William is also a name that's very, very close to you. So, I mean, it's a pretty British name. Well, I mean, I have an Uncle Bill, Mm -hmm. which is who's William. Yeah. But I thought, was he alive though? He's No, he's still alive. Yeah, he's alive. Yeah. But he wants to talk to you or if you can give him a kind word. I don't know. Maybe he's not been feeling so good. Okay. And and then uh, Frances is like so strong in here. She loves being on radio. I'll tell you (laughs) that. Oh, no, she does. She does. I'm telling you. You had to put her picture on your website because she would love people to see Oh, it's actually up there actually. It's, it's, or it's around on my Facebook. Yeah. So this isn't like your that. first visit from Frances. Oh, gosh, no. Oh, no. My grandmother's always around. She, <laughs> she was a very well-known medium in the UK. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and I'm not just saying this because you're British and from the UK. We really do have Princess Diana here. So She comes through to me yeah. a lot. I wonder if she knew of your grandmother, but she told me to tell you. She, my grandmother read for her. Oh, that's what I thought, because I'm like, Frances and Princess Diana yeah. here. Rebecca does tend to pull in some pretty interesting celebs no, but she, times. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> the people that come in here but she want they both want to help you because they say you have a message and the message is pure it's not okay, you know good. for fame and fortune it's to help the mm-hmm. universe in the meantime they want you to be prosperous so that you can take your trips to Cyprus and you can spend time with your beautiful son mm-hmm. and you can you have a beautiful you know home you deserve all that and yeah. so but I would say again they're saying I was right don't put love on gender let's see what happens be oh, open dear. to the journey <laughs> <laughs> like, one step ahead of you I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm open. <laughs> 
and she said that your grandmother was right on with things that she had told her yes and that she was hoping you know that you would know that and that you know she admires you just as much as she admired Frances yeah it, what's interesting is my grandmother told her that she would have a young life mm-hmm. she would only have a young I was life ask that. and um, and it, what's really interesting she came through to me in a reading where I actually said to this uh, lady I said your, your, your daughter's passed away and I she's with Diana mm-hmm. and she went <gasps> and um, I said what's this she said Diana was the patron saint of the Birmingham Children's Hospital. Oh. And that's where this little girl died. Oh, and wow. Diana always used to, or Princess Diana always used to go and see this little girl um, every time that she went. Oh. Right. And, you know, obviously the girl died, the Diana died, and, you know. And so she's come through several times oh, to me. Gosh. It's been quite interesting. Yeah, that's why when I saw her, I'm saying I'm going to acknowledge her because she seemed to know your grandmother. Mm-hmm. And um, she's still very much involved because you never know who you'll run into from her family. Sometimes, you know, when celebrities come from the other side, I can't call their families up. They bring them to me. That's so right. So don't be surprised if you read from somebody that's close to her in, in the real near future. And maybe then, that's the William. Yeah, oh. maybe it is. I don't know. It could be. Know. I'm not sure. But all I'll tell you that, um, and, and who tap dances? There's somebody who was tap dancing around. Around you. Do you know who that is? Oh, that could be one of it. Well, it's funny because I used to tap dance when I was a child, and mm-hmm. it could be connected to either my nan or my granddad on the other side. Yeah, I think it is them because they showed me with tap dancing. Is that, that like every uh-huh. other kid in the world? Dance for grandma, dance for grandpa. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what they did. But no, there's a funny story because I always wanted to tap dance because I love the sound of it. Oh, and so I bought these tap shoes at this secondhand store, and my grandmother just got this sheet of board because uh-huh. it used to dry, you know, and it drove her mad. So she used to stick it right out in the in the far middle of the garden and I just can't clunk away clunk. and I think that's where my obsession of heels and shoes have become well that's probably great that's sound. they make that yeah. clunk clunk yeah. Yep. yeah she told me I should mention the tap dancing to you oh, and then um, she also wanted me to tell you about um, that you know you're wise not to just take any television show because you can't be in full control that's exactly what's happened recently. Yeah, this is where your grandfather's now. You know, Lisa, you hold your own. You don't need to be, you know, agreeing to something that's not mm-hmm. good for you because you yeah. don't need to. Yeah. That's what I heard. So, you know, there's you've got so many interesting things coming up for you. The main thing is that you be happy and love, that you have a nice sanctuary for yourself mm-hmm. and that you feel comfortable with helping others and, and keeping yourself away from the negative, which is not always easy when we no, do this job. No. Yeah. And your son will be involved in some of your projects too. So that's going to be quite, yeah, even I though think, he's know. kind of his own person, yes. he will definitely be helping you in the future. And I know you're going to have a ceremony commitment or a marriage down the line and you might decide to do it by the sea or the ocean. So it's very wow. beautiful. And I kept seeing this monk around you, but it might be the Dalai Lama. So have you ever met him? Um, no. No, I haven't, but I actually know one of his helpers. Yeah, so, so. there could be a connection there where he's connecting to people in a higher people of high spiritual nature there is talk actually of mm-hmm. me doing mm-hmm. something with the Dalai Lama mm-hmm. next year yeah actually yeah you don't know no, about that now yet. you come to think about it it's very tentative who mm-hmm. knows yeah but we were talking about it only yesterday yeah so that's what I heard oh, because you have all of this light God. coming and shimmering all around you please do something with the Dalai Lama yeah yeah. If you could make that happen, that would be really great. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, that's I just saw him speak last week, and, and that would be really uh, yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. he is pretty awesome. His holiness really uh, figured a few things out. Um, well, we actually have to take a quick break. Um, how do you feel, Lisa? Um, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I, no, it's, you know what? It's really nice to get a proper reading. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. It's You're been welcome. awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you so much. Uh, I'll be right back calling out with Susan Pinsky. What are people saying about PodcastOne.com? Oh, I love getting my daily sports fix from Dan Patrick. Adam Carolla's hilarious. I listen to Brandy Glanville because she always makes me laugh. Like Chris Jericho, Steve Austin, Jim Ross. I love listening to Kathy Lee because uh, she's got great guests. I always listen to Brett Easton Ellis on the way to work. It's so great to be able to listen to Loveline whenever I want to. I can listen where I want, when I want. I click a show, it plays, I'm listening to it in my car. Get the shows you want, when you want, how you want at PodcastOne.com. That's PodcastONE.com. Now, back to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky. 
Welcome back to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky. I am her trusty little co-host, Gina Grad. And of course, we have the beautiful Annette here today as well. And uh, we have just such an all-star cast today. We still have Lisa Williams, who's getting finally to be able to sit on the other side of the table. I know, it's wonderful. Oh my God, it'd be red, which you probably don't get to do very often. No, I don't. It's wonderful. And this is, uh, we're doing something very, very different today. We have a wonderful psychic healing artist, and I don't want to butcher your name. It's so beautiful. Regine Vogstadt. Was I close? Almost perfect. Why don't you say it for me? Vogstadt. Oh, it's so beautiful. And um, why don't you uh, just explain a little bit about what you do, and then I'm going to leave you both to it. So how? Wh- what do you do exactly? What I do is that I take the name of the person. I don't usually, I actually prefer not to meet the person before and not to know anything about the person. And then I have a special healing room in my studio that is all painted in white where I did a big golden circle in the middle and I do all my readings inside. So as soon as I connect with the name of the person, I change the space according to what feels right to the person. When it feels right, I enter that big circle and I basically start to draw. So you start drawing from scratch right there? Totally from scratch. And what does the art signify as you're drawing it? It's totally different for each person. Um, I started doing it when I was studying energy healing with Barbara Brennan, which is a four years training school of training. Lisa, you're familiar. Yeah, I know. And I know. At the fourth, during the fourth year, we learned to do distant healing. And I, I like to prove everything. I don't like to take things for granted. Sure. And I thought, okay, distant healing, oh, come on. You know, <laughs> just like, what is the placebo effect of that? Right. How can I really be sure that if I give a healing to someone in New York from LA, they really receive it? And there is no placebo effect. Right. Like they don't think, oh, yeah, she's giving me a healing and then they receive from somewhere in the universe. But how can I really prove that there is a true connection right. at a distance? And so I asked people to give me 10 names of people I don't know at all. And I told the universe and myself, if this is true, then I need to be able to put the name of those people on my table in my studio, do a series of drawings, and those drawings need to be able to represent the energy fields, represent them in any ways possible. Right. And if that's true, I want to see the result. And so I did the first client and then the second. So doing the drawings and then sending them to those persons. So I, do the, I did the drawings and then asked them for the address and then send the address and then asked them for the feedback. And all I asked for those 10 first clients was, tell me if this represents you in any ways. And out of 10 clients, nine were totally represented by the drawings. Oh, my God. But to the detail. Like, uh, there was a guy in Miami, and they were expecting a child, and the entire series of drawings that I did was about conception, um, and then the child being born backwards, and the child was going to be born cesarean. I mean, it's right. just like the guide that was over the child protecting had six fingers, which I hadn't really noticed when I was drawing. And then when he spoke with me, he said, my wife kept fantasizing about a child being born with six fingers. Details like that. Where I thought, okay, I think I really have something here. Yeah. So it's sort of two parts. One, that you, you you draw things that represent something that they're going through at that time. And then the second part is to send them some sort of healing for something that they're going through. That's the way the session usually takes place, but not always. Okay. Sometimes it starts with the gift they have and then what's happening. Sometimes there's nine drawings and it's like three, three, three. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's eight and there's like four and then a pose, a healing, and then the four healing drawings. Right. I, I just pray. I just ask, please let me be the channel for the right. most healing possible images that can come and through me for those people. It and manifests itself the way it manifests itself. 
I never know where it goes. Okay. Amazing. Lisa, are you game for... I am, and I'm sitting here going, I can't wait. (laughs) I mean, this is definitely, you know, this is definitely something that we've never done before. So I'm going to step out if that's easier, and uh, we'll get started, okay? Thank you. Okay. Perfect. Lisa, usually, as soon as I say the name of the person, Mm -hmm. things start to happen. Okay. And I prepped the space for you the night before, because I needed to start really early the day after Mm -hmm. and as soon as I put your name on the table I saw a ladybug appear in the room oh wow that's interesting so I was wondering about Ladybug. Oh, okay, so um, a friend of mine, in fact, we just spoke about her. Um, it's an ex-girlfriend from years and years and years ago, Sarah. Um, her grandmother always comes as a ladybug. And I've all of a sudden been given things with ladybugs on recently. So it's quite interesting. And then I went out of the room the day after when I came back. I wanted to start the session and somehow I could not. Mm-hmm. And the reason I felt was I needed to gain your trust. Okay. Before yes. I could come in the room. Mm-hmm. And so the the room has a, a curtains and a, a clear entrance. And it was just like a glass wall, if that makes sense. So right, far. absolutely. And I was just feeling it. And I went twice like forwards and then I was pushed back forwards and Mm -hmm. pushed back and I thought okay so I just stayed there and prayed and tried to do my best to opening my heart as wide as I could and softening my field so be as soft and gentle and not into push and not into pull and not into anything if Mm -hmm. does that make sense for you absolutely and the interesting thing is as you said a glass wall that i always protect myself by a glass wall so you saying Mm -hmm. that means something yes what happened is that before i could start a little girl appeared in the room Mm -hmm. um at the age of around four years old okay and during the session I assume she was your inner child or your guide right. taking that form. Yep. But it was a form of a small girl, four years old, mm-hmm. and she was really fun. Oh, okay. So before I come in the room, she took my hand and she said, I go in first. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like me when I was a kid. <laughs> and then there is that big golden circle on the ground where I have my table and my uh, colors and mm-hmm. paper supplies. And I wanted to step in. And she was just like, oh, no, you don't. I mean, just really like, I go first. Mm-hmm. So it just was twice. And she, it was just really fun to be in connection with her. Um, when I connected with you and I felt I needed to gain your trust, I had the impression that you might not want the session to go to certain places. Okay. And I was just like, you direct the session, I will follow you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the first image that came through me was this one. Oh, wow. Can I just say for the, for the listeners, this is actually mm-hmm. very uh, incredible. It's actually bright red. And it's as though it's coming in kind of a diamond shape with this wonderful um rich yellow in the it, but it's like a lemony color in in the middle and it's it's just incredible sorry i i, I don't mean to mm-hmm. cut you off but i wanted no, everyone to you. try and get the experience mm-hmm. of it so it felt like a doorway i guess at mm-hmm. least to me i don't know about you okay uh your inner child didn't like it that much oh. she was not too happy with it and i think the reason was um as soon as we crossed the golden line to enter the circle, mm-hmm. she flew. And so I felt that was an image. Mm-hmm. So I was holding her so she would not fly away. And she was holding me so she would be grounded. Mm-hmm. I did put her in my heart for safety, but it was clear that she, wanted, no, she didn't want to be there. She wanted mm-hmm. to be on her own, grounding. And it was kind of like that flying and being grounded it felt a little bit like a tornado okay and i don't know what tornado means for you it means a whirlwind of 
stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Shall we? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Wow. Now that l- does look like a tornado. And actually, it's all in red for those of you who are obviously listening. You can't see, but it's it's red. I mean, the same red. And it's like this whirlwind. And then I can see this kind of, it looks like an arc with this person underneath this arc. So she wanted the tornado to be represented oh, okay. very, very strongly. She said she she wanted that tornado and her place was outside of that whirlwind, strongly protected. Mm-hmm. So with a very strong boundaries mm-hmm. between herself and that tornado world, whatever that represents. That tornado world is my work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, of course, I don't know what you do for work, but I won't That's ask okay. you yet. Um, so, from this drawing came the next one. Oh, that's beautiful. And it's all in red again. And it's, I'm, I'm just explaining it from, for, for obviously the listeners that it's kind of a softer arc. The tornado is going around it. And the beautiful, it almost looks goddess-like. like um, but you'll like, explain it, but it's, it's stunning. What I felt when I did that is that you have a really strong fantasy world inside of you <laughs> and that the fantasy world is pushing that tornado away. Does wow. that make sense to oh, you? Oh, yes, it, it, because it keeps me sane. Um, and it's quite interesting because I'm, I get so wrapped up in my work that sometimes I need this little fantasy world that everything's going to be okay it's like in my own little my own little space so yes does the dragon or the river could represent uh, i mean i call it a dragon i don't know what it is Mm -hmm. would that make sense for you well the river certainly means something for me because um i always say that there's many rivers lead to one ocean um because you know, no matter what pathway you take in life, it's always going to get to the ocean. But um, I don't know. I don't know what the dragon would mean. But the water, it, I'm a, the water means means something to me. I'm, I I love water. I felt the water was full of life too. Ah, okay. Like you know, fishes, mm-hmm. plants, all kind of sort. Are you ready for the next? I am. This is exciting. I love it. Wow. Oh, now this is gorgeous. This is that, okay, for everyone who's, this, this, for me, my interpretation is the fact that this is my circle and there's a very strong nucleus. It's like this um, circle. And then the whirlwind's clearly going on outside, but now she's focusing upon what is happening inside that world from what I can see. And there's lots of faces yeah, I felt that an incredible universe was coming down to you. Ooh. Um, so I was wondering if you were a writer. I have actually just finished. Um, I'm halfway through my third. My No, I've just finished my third book. I'm halfway through my fourth, and I've got another one that's being released. So I've got three books that are being released this year. So because I saw you sitting at that desk mm-hmm. with all those coming, and the child was directing the symbol. So she wanted a planet. I felt there was something astrological related. So you must believe in it or work with it or kind of... Yeah, I do. I, I work in the, yeah, that genre sort of thing. Yeah. There was a horse. There was the eye of Horus, the oh, Egyptian yeah. god. There were clouds, sky, clouds, the sun. And I asked her how she wanted to make the sun. She wanted the sun that way. Mm-hmm. Um the house, the planets, and then that fantasy creature there that I couldn't name. Right, okay. And in the middle, for me, was the archetype of the good mother. It's interesting because I'm called Mama Bear. Everyone calls me Mama. Um, Yeah, all my students call me Mama Bear. Mm -hmm. I was wondering if you have experienced a good enough mother in your early childhood. Mm, my mum's amazing now, but mm-hmm. when we when we grew up, I felt as though she wasn't always there. I actually grew up with my grandparents a lot, uh, and I was with them every every holiday, every um, weekend, every any time I was sick. 
um, you know, it was the 80s. My mum had to work. So she was not there to hold you? No, she wasn't. No. One thing I forgot to mention is that before I started the session, I had to fudge the room with sage. Okay, that's interesting. And I do that here and there. Um, but this time, the alarm went off twice when I was doing it. Hmm. So I thought that was interesting too. And so at some point, when I finished this one, I think it was when I, yeah, I asked if it would be healing for you and healthy for you to see what the tornado is all about. Okay. And an alarm went off on the street. Oh. So I stopped. Um, I stopped and prayed and asked and, and waited for you to see if mm -hmm. it was really right and if you were ready to mm -hmm. see that tornado. And when I asked again, an alarm went off again. Wow. So there was just four times, just like, and I feel a little bit of, I felt a little bit of fear mm -hmm. about what would it be if that tornado was let it let yeah. in. Mm -hmm. um, so I really was wondering what that tornado meant for you. I was wondering, did your parents ever fight when you were little? Maybe um, some screaming around. Oh, okay. we're English. We're shouters. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not a shouter. There was always a, every Sunday night. There was always an argument. You know, mm -hmm. my dad had been at the golf club, and and there was always this stuff going on. But um, I, I don't. I mean, it, it could have been. I mean, I I don't want to give too much away about what I do and and everything. But um, there was always. There was always this other world for me that I, this kind of, I suppose, that I could never understand. And I, like I said, I do believe that that tornado could be representative of my work and the people that are in my work. So what happened is that I asked, how would your life be if you did meet that tornado? Mm -hmm. What are the risks? You know, what, what? And so I grounded deeper and you grounded deeper with me. And as the grounding was deeper and deepening and deepening, we finally met that tornado mm -hmm. together in the next drawing. Okay. Um, and it's re it was really about grounding. And red is ground. Wow. This is interesting for those, obviously, obviously you can't see it, but um, but this is, it's kind of gone from red and it goes up into yellow. Um, and there's lots of patterns in there and, and little swirls. It's, it's really beautiful. I was fascinated by the fact that the one tornado became four, or uh, so it looks. Oh, yeah, it does. I was wondering about that. I felt your grounding really strong, like the feet have roots and they're mm -hmm. really wide and grounded. Uh, the fingers, the hands have leaves coming out. Yeah, I saw out. that. It looked like a tree. So that's the head. Um, so a deeper grounding gives you a deeper connection with the planet and the divine. You mm -hmm. already have it but it just can only go deeper. Mm -hmm. I, I do a lot of a lot of grounding. And in fact, I work with a company that actually does earthing products and mm -hmm. I'm all about this grounding at the moment. Absolutely. So from this one, I did the last one. <gasps> wow. Okay, this is awesome. This is like, um, it just looks, I can't explain it. It's like... Um, almost goddess picture it's gorgeous and it's all red um, with like little bits of gold around it it's stunning and it's all coming from there's rays that are coming from the heart chakra uh, i love the hair the hair is fantastic uh, which is kind of all spiky but it's kind of like leaves no she's holding holding something that looked to me like eggs mm-hmm which eggs is a really strong symbol for life, right? Yeah. Um, I felt there was a lot happening here, too. And the breasts usually, when they voluptuous like that, for me, represent generosity. Oh, okay. The mother, you know, the, yep. the nurturing. 
mm-hmm. with the heart in the center. And I felt like the more, the more grounded, it's like the spiral now is gone. Like it went through your heart, cleansed up, is mm-hmm. gone. It's, um, it's right. kind of fear. It's kind of, the, the fear of it will disappear mm-hmm. too as you open up. Mm-hmm. There's always a fear factor of opening up into mm-hmm. anything and fear of, of it being successful as well. Um, and that's what I feel is a representative of the tornado, whether the work will be successful. And obviously now you're exploring into this. And eggs. I mean, mm-hmm. it would be interesting to see what they represent for you. as you st- Because they are plentiful. I mean... Yeah, and eggs hatch open is what I see. I, I, that's just my vision, that mm-hmm. eggs hatch open. So, yeah, I mean, I can, re- I can relate to it. I can totally relate mm-hmm. to it. And once I was done with this drawing, the little girl was done with the drawing. <laughs> I mean, she was done. I said, that's it, I'm done. After six, I would be I, to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> so she sat on my lap for a little while, and we just sat there experiencing that new feeling mm-hmm. of being open, grounded mm-hmm. and open, totally open to the universe. And then she was down. And I told her too that you can be a ladybug and have grounded. You can be a grounded ladybug. Mm-hmm. Even ladybugs have roots. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, it really is amazing. Shall I tell you what I do? Sure, I would love um, to know. <laughs> okay, so I'm a psychic medium, mm-hmm. um, and I have I work all around the world. And as you can imagine, there's a lot of just like you work. You know, there's a lot of people that need and want you. And so I believe that this is the tornado. But I remember when Susan actually sent me the email and asked me for my name. And um, so I, 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 I did this. And what was interesting is you talked about grounding is I was actually trialing out some grounding products, these earthing products. Um, and I've been going through this massive cleanse. And what I've done is I've found that I've become more grounded and more open. So that what you're saying is absolutely spot on. And I've set up spiritual development school and my aim is to set up spiritual development schools all around the world. And I see the eggs, this is for me, I see the eggs as those schools that will end up hatching open. I don't know, I could be Wonderful. wrong. You no, tell me. No, I don't think so. Those drawings, mm-hmm. I mean, as you know, I knew nothing about you. Yeah. And so those drawings were made for you. So you're the one who understand them way better than I do. Mm-hmm. Oh no, this is, this is mm-hmm. beautiful absolutely beautiful really it's it's and it's interesting the feet keeps getting to me um the feet are because i always say to my students um imagine that you have got the roots of a tree and i actually say to them imagine that one root is coming out of each toe at a time and it's so interesting how you've done the roots that are coming out of each toe and i so i re- and then there's one coming out of the heel so i really make sure they plant their feet and grounding is all about walking in the earth spot on <laughs> i love this i love getting readings yeah can i come and do this next week <laughs> yeah it's fantastic Wow. So Lisa just got, and we all got quite an earful about uh, your life and everything that's going on in these beautiful drawings, which we'll have up on the website. Uh, Regine, these are absolutely stunning drawings, first of all, just from anyone's perspective. Um, As I just kind of eyeball them really quickly, it's interesting how they went from just sort of um, vague, more abstract pictures to these really detailed um, you know, lifelike drawings of these women and of these sort of goddess-like images that are just so realistic. And is that normally what happens? They go from really abstract to something really tangible, or you're just you're just the the middleman? I'm just a middleman, exactly. Wow, unbelievable! And they tell such stories with each image. Um, Lisa, how do you feel? Well, I mean. It, it was really quite there was a couple of times that I, it kind of hit me and it's not very often like you say I'm very very protective about who I let into my energy right. um, and so I can understand her being blocked and there was a couple of times where it kind of hit me in the core and I was like huh 
Yeah. She found a way in. Yeah, she she got me. Yeah. She got in there. You you did let me in. Oh no, I did let you in. I did. And I don't let many people in. So good girl for getting in. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, and the interesting thing was this all happened already. You these drawings were already done. So that I, that's the kind of thing that I can't really wrap my head around. I tried to do some readings with the person in the room. Mm-hmm. But then they have reaction, emotional reaction to what I do. And then it becomes more, to me at least, um, they report that when I work on the paper, they feel it inside of their body. Right. or It's just a completely different session altogether. Sure, sure. When the person is not present, I feel I can go deeper. Because I'm not influenced at all by how they look, uh, by how they react. But they're just not there. What is there, like for you, it was your guide, your inner child, your, this is the person that let me in. Mm -hmm. And you know, that is maybe, well, that's certainly the first time I've ever heard. It's almost like the psychic skeptic. You know, it's you saying, well, I don't want the person I'm reading to be there because I don't want them influencing it and and messing with it. I don't want them there because I just want to be sort of in control and in touch with their guides. And that's what most people who get read would say as well. You know, they might not be, you know, totally honest because they're reading me and they're looking at my micro expressions. Well, now from the other side, you're saying, I don't want you around because you're a distraction, which is kind of mind blowing. I don't think we generally look at it that way. So that's pretty interesting. But I also know that if there's any message I'd like to give across is that we can definitely read each other energy field. We all do it all the time. And if I want my client to trust it, the best way is to not know anything about them because then they know that what came through me, I couldn't invent it. It doesn't come from my head. It just comes through me. And my hope is that then they will really listen to the message. And I I wonder, too, if anyone's ever told you um, if they've felt any different or if they felt anything um, either the night before or whenever you happen to be doing this work when they're not there, when you're sketching or when you're tapping into their energy, do they, uh, maybe Lisa, I don't know. Yeah, what was interesting is on the email, um, I had the thread of the email that Mm -hmm. you two had sent. And so I kind of knew when you were coming at me, you know, you were coming in. And um, I was was actually doing a reading at that time. I was actually on on the Monday morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was actually doing a reading. And it was quite early in the morning. And... And so normally at that point, I won't let anyone in. But what was really interesting is it was almost like I was split. And it's going to sound really bizarre, but it was almost like part of me was split in one place. And then my attention was taken somewhere else. And so, and that's never happened to me before. It was like I was part of me somewhere and the other person was somewhere else. And what's interesting, just going back on the psychic skeptic, is uh, when I do murder investigations and any form of investigation, I actually tell the client to go and stand out of the way because I don't want any influence either. And I prefer to do my readings over the phone so I cannot read their reactions. So, and it's it's, it's an integrity thing as well. Integrity Mm -hmm. and when you're, especially when you're doing something that is so Mm -hmm. fact-based, like a murder investigation, you don't want them throwing you off either. This is too important. Absolutely. Sure. Um, But since you did something that, like I said before, we haven't experienced an artist coming in doing anything like this, did you get something different than the other times you've been read or the way you read other people? I got a lot of, um, I got a lot of soul purpose. It was a lot of soul purpose. Um, and it was, it was really interesting because I knew immediately what this, this tornado was. Um, because sometimes my work can be like a tornado you know I have so many I have a million different one things going on you know I've got schools opening I've got books to write I've got courses I've got you know a business and then I'm going on tour and I've got everything else going on so it's like this whirlwind and Lisa just stands there in the middle and goes okay let me just (laughs) grab that and I'll work on that now and I'll grab that and work on that so I totally understand what this was and when she started to talk, it kind of hit me. But just to know that everything, all my good work is coming to fruition. Because I've been panicking about this. I, I'll be honest with you. I've been panicking because I'm investing 
absolutely everything in this, my whole life into this. So yeah, it's interesting. Can I ask a really basic, really stupid question, just as somebody who doesn't do <laughs> the wonderful work that you guys do and, and would love to, but just doesn't have the chops for it. Um, when, you're, when you do this professionally and you help so many people, like you said, you've been panicking about it. You, your future sometimes feels uncertain. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're, and we've seen you in, we've seen Lisa in action so many times on this show. Um, how... That means that it's hard to read yourself. That means it's hard Uh, to read your own future? I mean, I can't read my own future. I can't read for myself. Okay. Everybody's different, because I've met readers who can. Um, But I personally can't. I will get guidance as to whether I'm doing the right thing. You know, it's like anyone. We we know we shouldn't do this, but hey, guess what? We do it anyway. Of course. I'm exactly the same. I'm human. So... um, so sometimes I try and go, okay, come on, Ben, who's my spirit guide? Come on, talk to me. And then I'll get moved around. But I, I try not to look for myself. So it's nice to have somebody else, yeah. the, the, another professional come in and be like, Absolutely. hey, man, sit back. I'm going to help you with this. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Very good. Um, well, I cannot, uh, we all cannot thank you, Regine, coming in and just doing this wonderful work. Also, uh, is producer Art around he was uh, so blown away, he literally had to leave. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was emo- he was emotional, and he, he had to go. Um, I, well, I, I certainly don't that. want to talk behind his well, back, but my goodness. goodness. Okay, and we're going to talk to Art about his session next week, which I cannot wait to hear about. And when your website's complete, where will people be able to find you? PsychicHealingArt.com PsychicHealingArt.com, perfect. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky. Download a new episode every week at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Hang on.